Yet not I, but Christ in me. That was the Apostle Paul's testimony. That's our testimony. What a great week to be able to watch uh, the body of Christ at Midway Community Church serve together. It's my favorite week of the year. Um, now, it's not my favorite week of the year in the, in the sense that um, I feel really good all week. Um, even though it's not like I'm working that hard on Vacation Bible School week. It's, I'm not working as, half as hard or a quarter as hard as the people who are volunteering. And, and I, I want to recognize you again. Um, you're welcome. Um, so first I want the, the middle school and high schoolers that served this week to stand up, um, and college students that, uh, that were, a, that were part of it. Um, I, I so enjoyed watching you all work with the kids and love the kids and, and work with each other. You may be seated, but thanks so much. I, it brought back memories to, to a long time ago, 40 years ago when I was a youth pastor and, and, and I called a couple of those youth this week after watching you all do what they used to do as youth uh, for kids. And it just, I just praise God for you. And now adults that work this week, would you stand so we can also just recognize you? Um, and, uh, and we know, we know that you did not do what you did this week for this applause. In fact, you know, some of you are mad at me. I know that. Um, but it's good for us to let you know that we appreciate it. And I know, and, and I think the reason I love Vacation Bible School Week so much is because I get to watch what really goes on here every Sunday morning. I don't get to see all of that because I'm doing other stuff, but on Vacation Bible School Week, I get to see it all, you know, everybody doing different kinds of things, but I normally don't get to see, like right now, you know, there are people over here in the preschool and, and nursery area and, and, and over on the, the, the school uh, the school age side of things. And, and there, there's a deacon or two out in the parking lot, you know, scaring away the bad guys and, and, and all that kind of thing. You know, it happens all the time. And I just praise God for the body of Christ. Um, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. This is good. Turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Weak and rejoicing. We just sang that. So I get to do that. Weak and rejoicing. Um, have you ever had a have you ever had a Sunday morning that didn't go as planned? Like every Sunday morning, especially if you have kids or a husband or wife. Um, I got the, uh, the 5 o'clock a.m. text this morning that my brother was having some kind of heart event. He's in the emergency room. He's okay. I'm not weepy because he died. He didn't. Um. But he's, you know, he's in the hospital now. And so that kind of that knocked me off kilter a little bit. First of all, 5 o'clock in the morning knocks me off kilter, period. <laughs> but um, it just, you know, just, just kind of threw me off. And it was, it was one of those days I think, man, I don't, I, don't know if I, can, I don't know if I can go today, you know. 
And I've had those mornings when I couldn't go and I called, you know, one of the elders and, or, or Mark and they filled in for me. And, and I, I was thinking about that this morning. And you're thinking, man, I wish you would have done that. Um, <laughs> but um, I want to tell you, I am so glad I came. So glad. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to benefit anything from me coming, but I benefited this morning by coming. Instantly, immediately. It was like the, the, the moment I got out of my car, I was so glad I was here. Actually, before I got out of my car, because Liliana was trying to get Bill Thompson's attention because he was unlocking the door, and I opened the, did, her, did her window down so she could yell to him because for some reason she really likes him a lot. And, and she was yelling, Mr. Bill, Mr. Bill, in her, in her high-pitched voice. And I don't think his high pitches are working that good anymore. And, and so he couldn't, you know, he couldn't hear. And so when she, when she got out, she, you know, used the old expression, she made a beeline to, to Mr. Bill to say, I was yelling to you, I was yelling to you. But just that, just the love that my granddaughter was receiving from the body of Christ immediately is a wonderful thing. It's what I watched all week watched all week. That's why I'm, I'm so touched by the, the middle school and high school students giving their time, you know, because they could be sleeping. <laughs> you know, I remember that. That I means summer, first week of summer, or second week of summer, and that's, if you don't have to go right to work and you get to sleep a little bit, I'm sleeping. But they weren't sleeping. They were here. And they were showing these kids just amazing Big kid love, and that, that's the best love. Do you remember that? Those of you that get, had the opportunity to grow up in church, do you remember how you looked up to those kids, to those teenagers? How amazing they were, how amazingly cool they were. And, and if they would pay you some attention, it was like, oh, man. And, and our youth pay attention to the younger kids. It's amazing. I love to watch it. And I, I watched it this morning. And I, and, I, and I had it together enough that I was going to bring the message that I had planned. But then, after, our, after adult Bible study this morning, I was walking over to the conference room, and, the, and um, one of the people that was in the conference room class was, was over there. I said, hey, how was class today? And she said, well, it was great. We only had three, but it was great. And that, that, that woke me up to to make a change for what I was going to do this morning. Only three people. But it was still great. It's not a, it's, it's not a matter of, of being some huge operation, some mass meeting. Three people getting together and talking together about God's word and praising God together and praying together is an amazing hour or more. And so Hebrews chapter 10, my testimony this morning, Hebrews chapter 10, starting with the 23rd verse. It's not only my testimony, it's obviously the testimony of the inspired writer of the letter to the Hebrews. And so many of us who have, who have decided which we should, we haven't all decided it yet, but we have decided that we're supposed to live God's word. 
That's why he gave it to us. He didn't give it to us to, to, to only memorize it or only read it or only tell somebody else about it. He gave us his word so that we could live it. And here he says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. Did you get a glimpse of that hope with the testimonies of the Lewises this morning? And, the, and they're, they're sharing that hope with hopeless people. So are we. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. You see the day approaching? We talked about that a couple weeks ago because those of you who aren't regular to Midway, right now we're, we're studying the, the second uh, letter to the Thessalonians. And in that second chapter, which is where we are right now, we started talking about the, the, the return of the Lord and the day of the Lord. And that's the day he's talking about here. As the day approaches, things are going to get crazy. And then listen, things have been crazy ever since he wrote this. Really crazy. And believe it or not, sometimes in some places, crazier than what we're experiencing. Much crazier. But these things are going to keep increasing as the day approaches, and we are supposed to be ready for it. And one of the ways that he readies us for it is each other. This body. When David wrote, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord, he was talking about the temple. That's a different, different place than this. And he wrote that as a psalm of ascents that was supposed to be used as the children of Israel would go from all around Israel, from all the different tribes. And they would, they would make their, their pilgrimage every year, a number of times a year, to the temple. They would go to Jerusalem and they would come up, because Jerusalem's up high, and whether they're coming from the north or the south, they always said, let's go up to Jerusalem. And as they went up, they would sing these songs of ascents. And one of them is Psalm 122 that Dan read for us this morning. I was glad. David says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Some of those songs were sung by the priests as they went up the steps to the temple mount, to the altars in the, in the, in the holy places. They would sing these songs. And so that, that was specific to that, but, but it also speaks to us in the church. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. This is not the house of the Lord, this place. It's a great, great building though, isn't it? Those of us that used it this week, again, thank God for this building. But this building is not the house of the Lord. The new temple of the Lord, instead of the old one made by stone, as, as magnificent as they were, or I say it was, but it had you know, a couple different uh, iterations, the new temple's even better. The new temple is everybody who believes in Jesus. Every single person who believes in Jesus Christ, their sins are forgiven. The Holy Spirit comes to live in them. 
and they are the temple of God. And so when many temples of God come together, in a, in a different sense than the Old Testament temple, this then becomes the house of the Lord. It doesn't have to be in this building. It can be anywhere where, where the children of God meet. And listen, the children of God are meeting in lots of different kinds of places right now, right now as we speak. Thinking of the First Nations where we saw some, some footage today. You know, some, some of them are meeting in some pretty crazy places this morning. And around the world, different, different kinds of places. Some of us have had the opportunity to go different places and worship. Even, even we as a church, when we, were, when we were first starting, we went in an elementary school cafeteria. And, and the first word that comes to my mind when I think of elementary school cafeteria is gross. <laughs> Seriously, it was gross. My first memory, and she doesn't let me keep telling this, but my first memory of Marie Alderson was cleaning those, those plastic chairs of the nastiness so that we could use them for worship. That was the first time I met her. She was scrubbing those plastic chairs. It was, it was, but we could meet. The, 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 house of, the house of the Lord was in, that, it was in that, that cafeteria for those years. And then it was in the gym for a while. And then it was in the band room at the middle school there for a, a one summer. That was quite a summer. And then back to the new cafeteria at the elementary school, then finally in here. Not finally, more to come. But praise God that we have a place where the children of God can come together as the house of the Lord and spur each other on. Did you get that? Did you hear that? That's, that's vivid language, especially if you're an you know, old cowboy fan like I am. Where, spur, where spurs mean something, you know. If you want that horse to, to giddy up, really giddy up, use the spurs in the correct fashion, correct way, the right kind of spurs. All right, PETA and everybody else. All right. Um, but the spurs got the horse, they get the horse's attention. They, they let him or her know it's time to go and it's time to go quick. And, and here the, the idea is, that's what we do with each other. And, and that started, those spurs started on me, like I said, as soon as I got out of my car today. As soon as I walked into my class. As soon as I walked to another class. As soon as the praise team gathered. As soon as I came out here and, and worshipped with you and praised God with you. And fellowship with you. The spurs were in. The spurs are on. The spurs are doing their job. The spurs are reminding me that we've got love and good deeds to do. We did it. We had a great week of it. Now it continues on. Different formats, different ways. And I, and I want to commend all of you for, for coming this morning. I know, I know some of you, it is hard to get here. For various reasons. Sometimes it's different reasons, you know, throughout the, you know, the month. But for some of you, it's really hard to get here. And you make some sacrifices. And you come, and you came this morning, and I'm glad you did. Because you've been an encouragement to somebody else. And some of you are thinking, I haven't done anything but sit here. If that's all you did, and, and, and you've done more than that, by the way. But if that's all you did, 
that would have been worth you coming this morning. I remember speaking, thinking back to, to when we started in the, in the cafeteria. I remember this one couple that came, came and came and came, and I, and I talked to them, and they were very friendly and everything. Finally, I was having a, a real conversation with them, and, and they finally let me know what was going on. Because they, they, they'd come to Sunday morning, and that was, that was the only time I'd see them. Or, and they said, we go to First Baptist Church in coming, which is one of our mother churches. And they said, we go to the early service, and then we come here because we know you need some people in the chairs. Because people don't like to come to an empty cafeteria. I mean, they don't want to come to a cafeteria particularly anyway, but especially not an empty one. And they knew that. They recognized that. So they just came to be bodies. Now, they sang, and, 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 and hopefully they got something from a message or two of mine or whatever. But they did that for an entire year. Every Sunday. This was their second church, so they could just be a body. So if you felt like all you did today was sit, if that, and again, you did more than that, because if you were singing at all, if you even had any great thoughts of God as we were singing, even if you didn't open your mouth, you were doing more because you were worshiping the Lord here, but you were also serving him just by being here in one of these chairs, encouraging everybody else who came and also sat in one of these chairs. But I want to commend you for coming, overcoming whatever it was you had to overcome. Usually, I don't have to overcome that much. I'm, I'm, I get up ready to go and excited to come to worship. This morning was more of a struggle. And I'm really glad that all of you came, and especially those of you that have already ministered to me personally, and some of you don't even know you did. I just thank you. Because that's what we're about. Today, today is the first time, somebody shared this with me this morning, today is the first time that, that this one person came here looking forward to coming home. They felt like this was home for the first time. That did something for me to hear that. Because I pray for that. And to hear it, that it actually literally took place this morning. I can't, I would have, I would have not have heard that testimony if I would have succumbed to the temptation I was having just to skip it today. And again, I have the freedom to skip it. If I need to skip it, I know I can. Because I know Dan Smith is really going to chew me out for coming today. <laughs> so you don't have to come every Sunday. I know that. But I had to come today. I didn't know why. I thought it was for the other message I was going to bring. But it was, it, it was at least to hear that. That today, somebody came home this morning. This felt like home Finally. Some people, some people never get there. Sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes it takes a lot of work. But it's a great, great thing when the body of Christ, the local body of Christ, becomes home. And I want to encourage you. Do your part. And we, and we, and we all have our part to play. Do your part to make this a home for you and your family and for the others that are coming. You can't do it for every single person, but you can help make this more of a home for somebody else every single Sunday. 
every single week. Every time you come here, you can make this a better church home for somebody. That's what the writer is saying here. Spur each other on. Encourage each other. Don't stop meeting. Some of us don't come too easy. I know, I know it's hard sometimes. But some of, us, some of us give up too early on Sunday morning. Give up too quickly. And sometimes we have to. Sometimes we just can't come. I understand that. I've been there. But don't give up too easy. Because I'm telling you, I would have missed something big today. number of big things. I'm not going to share all of them. But do your part to make the local body of Christ a little better for somebody every time you come here. Whatever, you know, the, the local body of Christ is not a perfect institution or organization or place by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, so don't, don't think I don't know, you know, that this isn't a perfect body. I mean, we are people, by the way, you know, and, and we're going to mess up. We're going we're gonna to hurt each other's feelings. We're going to overlook each other. We're going to say something wrong at the wrong time. It's going to happen. It happens all the time. It even happened during vacation Bible school week. As great as the week it was, we had our moments. We're always going to have our moments. And if you come to worship, if you come to, to, to meet together with this local body, thinking about some of the negative things that have happened in the past and you hope they don't happen this morning, you're, you're off to a wrong start. Because if you come looking for that, that's why Dan Smith always tells me, Dean, don't miss that putt. <laughs> you know, you plant that in my head. If you come with a, with a thought, plant it in your head, I hope this bad thing doesn't happen. Well, guess what's going to happen that morning? You're going to walk right into it. Don't come for that. Don't come for that. He didn't, he didn't say, let us not give up, you know, let's not stop meeting together so that you can't gripe about how bad things are. Just for some people, that's their, now thankfully, I don't think that's hardly anybody here. But I've been there. I've been there. I've, I've, I've been a part of, of that church where there was a number of people like that. Thankfully, I don't think that's many of us. And if it is, hear the word. But come looking for a way to make this a better family for somebody else. Because I'm telling you, this world is not going to get better. This life is not going to get easier. Don't, don't count on it. Now pray for it. But don't count on it. Don't, don't, don't put your hope. I mean, the, the writer of the Hebrews wasn't telling them to, to hold unswervingly to the hope they profess. He wasn't saying to hope in the Roman Empire or to hope in the, in the you know, Palestinian you know, movement of, of liberation or any of that kind of stuff. He was saying, put your hope in Jesus. Because everything else around us is not going to get better. It's actually getting worse as the day approaches. And so we're all in this together, in this, 
in this worsening condition. So we need each other to spur each other on to love and good deeds and to encourage each other more and more and more as we go. So, thanks for coming. And if you quit easy, try to hang in there a little bit longer. On those days when you're really not feeling it, remember, that may be the very day you need to come more than ever. God's got something or somebody for you that you were not expecting. Somebody's going to tell you a story or somebody that has never smiled, that you, you never thought they ever smiled before in their life, they smiled at you, and it's like, wow, that was nice. Something's going to happen. Don't give up on it too easy on a Sunday morning. Follow through. Do it. It's hard. I want to say, I was so, so encouraged watching the workers come in on, the, on Monday through Friday of this week through Vacation Bible School, especially starting Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday especially. They were still coming. They were still doing it. And I'm telling you, great things were happening. We'll find out in heaven. Maybe some before. We'll find out in heaven how great a week we had. And that's the way it is every Sunday. We're going to find out. There's coming a day when we're going to find out how great this was today. I heard some, of, I heard some great things this morning that already, I think, are, are going to bear eternal fruit. But that may just be the beginning. That may just be the tip of the iceberg of what God's doing in us. So our website, um, and, and thank you, um, Refresh Team, for re- revamping our, our website last year. And, and one of the, fir- the, I think the first thing it says on it when you open it up is a place to call home. Some people might think, oh, that's kind of cheesy. No, I think that's, <laughs> that's, that is a great thought. And so if it's not a place that you call home yet, do your part. And if it is, do your part to help somebody else make this and, and, and see this and sense this and experience this as a real home. Because that's what God intended for it. That's why God provides it for us. That's why God holds it in such high esteem in his word. The local body of Christ is special and precious to him. And those of us who have experienced it know that. And we understand why, at least to some degree. And so do your part to help somebody else. And do your part to help yourself because it, 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 it doesn't happen without your effort, without, without your paying the price somehow to, to become a part of it. It's just, the, it's just the way it is. That's the way, it's the way people are. But he will reward you for the efforts. I promise you. He will reward you for the efforts if you don't give up. And this passage that we're looking at this morning, this is a passage of not giving up. This is a passage of continuing on in the local body of Christ. God has something special for us in this place, in this body, in, among these people. And remember, this is just part of us, part of us that we can see. We've got, we've got the, the unseen that are, that are viewing this morning online. We've got the unseen that are working in the wings. We've got the unseen that are traveling 
you know, and we got the unseen that some of them are just, just kind of wayward right now and they're not, they're just not tuning in at all. There's a lot of us. Let's pray for each other and encourage each other all the more as we see the day approaching. Let's bow together for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, you have done great things in your local churches for over 2,000 years. Oh, there have been some really messy things, ugly things. But you've overcome all that to do a wonderful work in your churches. We hurt for the First Nations communities in northern Ontario that don't have any of this. And it makes us proud and glad to be supporting the Lewises in their work. And we pray that you'd make them fruitful, Lord. We pray that you would, that you would use them in a great way to help those First Nations peoples to come to know Jesus and then become a part of your body, your local body, as we look forward to being a part of your great body for eternity. And Father, we know the Lewises aren't the only ones that we support doing that. We thank you for our involvement in, the, in all of those things. But Father, we thank you also for our involvement right here in this community. And we have so many neighbors and friends at school and, and friends in our, in our associations who have no idea of the blessing that we experience through the local church. They have no idea what it means to really know Jesus Christ. They have no idea what it, what it feels like to know you're forgiven by Almighty God. And so, Father, we pray that you would use us to shine bright, to speak clearly and loudly and quietly, and sometimes by our actions, the name of Jesus to share what you've given us. And Father, for those of us who are already here, help us to invest in each other. During the week, and especially during these hours that we come together. Thank you for making us a part of the body of Christ. Thank you for making us a part of the local body of Christ. May you be glorified in us as we continue to grow in our faith and grow in our, in our reach, both here in our community and around the world. And we thank you for the encouragement of your word. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.